Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Chat with Papa Joe. Hey, uh, I'm kind of stoked tonight. I know it's been a while, but uh, I have that second COVID shot, and that really did uh, kind of threw me for a loop there for for almost a week. So let's talk uh, baseball and uh, Little League kids and lessons learned. All right, y'all, I'm kind of stoked tonight. Um, I Like I say, I know it's been a while, but, man, I don't care what they say about those those shots. And I had COVID before. I don't know why the doctors think you need to have the immunization, even though you've had COVID. It wasn't pleasant the first time around, but, boy, having that two series shot. Yeah, there's no long-term side effects. I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a twitch, but it hurt. <laughs> it really, it really jacked me up. But, hey, I'm back. And tonight, what we're going to talk about is is uh, some lessons learned from the little kids, and th- that's kind of the whole purpose of Papa Joe. Something that that I, you know, that I've learned in life, and that I hope to impart on people is is that you got to raise them right from the beginning. We get we get what we get, and we can't complain about it. We can't crap on the millennials and not understand that we raised them in Gen Z. We raised them. They wouldn't know any other way if it wasn't introduced to them, and and so one of the things that that I've I've been drug into before, and this year was it, it it gets more profound as as baby Josh gets older. He's he's my sporting kid. He's my outdoors boy of of the two boys. Declan, even though Declan now is into race cars and he's on the racetrack now, that's an that's kind of an oddity. He's more of a a computer introverted kid he's only got a couple friends and that's his thing baby josh is my outdoors kid he'll he will spend time on on the video games maybe a couple hours top but if i give him if he's bored he will literally pick up a shovel and go into my backfield and dig for gold he will take apart something in the backyard and build something else out of it my tools are spread all over because he's an outdoors boy, but he loves his sports. He loves his team sports. That's kind of his socialization. And I've and I've noticed with him, it's not about the sports. He, you know, it, it wasn't until recently that he he decided he wanted to be like the pitcher or the star player. All kids want a little bit of an accolade. He wants to be on a winning team, and he wants to be a part of a successful team. And so this year, when we showed up, to give you kind of a a little bit of a story about it. Last year, because of COVID, there was no baseball here in this part of Arkansas. And and that's really heartbreaking because a lot of these kids don't get that augmentation of their raising. You can, you can only do so much at home. And then society is kind of your testing ground. That's the purpose of, of the sports and the club is your testing ground to see where you're at as a parent. Have my kids developed the social skills or are they pushing their talents in the right way or are they going for something something different? You know, does my kid really want to play ball or does my kid just want to be a star? Does my kid really want to be an artist or does my kid just want to carry around expensive paintbrush? So that's the purpose of these of, of these sports and these clubs. And it's important 
that that they're that they're used properly. So because it's very limited, and because of COVID and 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 a lot of things get got very condensed here in small town America, people tend to think that it's it's very important that their kids play the sports or get involved in these things because that's their only means of getting into college. So a lot of parents have pushed their kids to be on travel teams now to make up for lost time. They've pushed their kids to be in other directions. And parents really don't, they they want to see their kids succeed, but they want to see other people make them succeed, if that makes any sense. So poor, poor Coach Willis, we only have a few teams, and they had a hard time getting coaches. Imagine that. You want your kids to succeed, but you don't want to be a part of it for whatever reason. So they didn't, they didn't want to, a lot of people didn't want to be coaches and they, and they gave them some assistant coaches. They, they lowered the, the number of teams this year and said, we're only going to have this many teams. So how about you be the assistant coach over here? Well, we showed up and there's 14 to 16 kids and every assistant coach had bailed every one of them. Now we're talking nine and 10 year old boys. You ever try herding cats? Try herding cats. Try baptizing a freaking cat. You'd be lucky if you can get two or three boys on the same goal, the same path to accomplish the same mission. Fourteen of them? Hell no. I've been in that spot before when I did, I, I you know, I, I helped with, with football one year. A few years back, I tried to, to organize a, a Cub Scout troop, and that <laughs> that was hard on your own. Just trying to wrangle the kids and keep them focused is not easy. So, of course, me, that's the essence of Papa Joe, is if you're going to be involved in raising kids, and this is a pivotal time in their life, then step in. Man up. Step in. And that's what I did. I, I approached Coach Willis. and was like, hey, man, you're having a hard time. Can I help? I don't want to step on your toes. I'm not trying to take over the team. Can I help? And he was very appreciative. He was a hell yeah, get in here, man. <laughs> get in here and help out. Now, I've watched these kids, and tonight was a night that I, I'm very proud of these boys. And, and, and I learned a lesson from the boys, even though I was trying to teach them. And, and, and I hope that this is a lesson that y'all can, can take on. Bear, bear with me as I explain this. What we're doing today, we set up the field. And we put them all, you're going to be catcher, pitcher, first base, second base. And we're kind of rotating them through, seeing who's going to be where. And I noticed every kid wants to be a star on their own. And that's awesome. That shows ambition. That's what you want from your, your kids. You want them to show ambition. You want them to show that they're involved, okay? And if they're not involved, you know you found the wrong sport, the wrong fill-in-the-blank, the wrong club, the wrong whatever. They're into it for the wrong thing. They all want to have their own time in the light. And that's important. That's very important. However, it's a team sport. And the reason for team sport is life is a team. And our, and our goal is to bring the team together and make it work as a team. The kids had a hard time with that concept. They had, they had a really hard time with team concept. Which is understandable, 9- and 10-year-old boys, you can only expect so much cognitive whatever out of them. So I was, I was teaching them how to back each other up. And this was a very good, and, and 
a very good thing that kids, one thing I learned is that kids want to. Once they learn the importance of it, people want to back each other up. I would I would set them up and and I would tell the outfielders, I know it's not a glory thing. Nobody wants to, when you say who wants to play right field, nobody wants to play right field except for the insecure kid who knows that he's going to be there and nobody's going nobody's to mess with him. Nobody wants to be outfield. But once I showed them that, look at things happen in life. Things, things happen. When you throw the ball to second base, the second baseman may drop it and may miss it. Now, at 9 and 10 year old, he will drop it and miss it. That's just the, the nature of the, of, the, of the beast. If you want to be successful and stop the run, you need to back him up. So I made them all pick a wingman. I made them pick a wingman. On this play, when this happens, who, where are you going to go? Who's the wingman for this? Because if the ball is hit the right field, I noticed the shortstop, the third baseman, the pitcher. No, okay, I'll go back to kicking rocks. The, the ball will come in somehow. Or they're shouting, get the ball, get the ball. My theory was, you are not out of the play. The ball is not in your play, but you're not out of the play. Get up there. Be a cutoff man if the ball is way out there, or back up the second baseman. If the ball is thrown to second base, let's say, imagine in your head, there's a runner running from first to second base. Somebody throws the ball to second base and he misses it. The second baseman misses it. That runner's options are to stop at second base or keep going, and it all depends on where that ball ends up. If that ball is rolling through the outfield, your runner is going to take third base and maybe home plate the more you fumble with the ball. Stop the ball. Your goal is to stop the ball. Yeah, the second baseman misses it, but boy, the look on that center fielder when he came up and he stopped him. And and that guy had no place to go. The look on his face, he was. I was like, "You made the play. You stopped him. It has no bearing on the second baseman now. You stopped him, and the shortstop would stop him. The right fielder would back up first base when the when the they would throw to first base because you know nine and ten year olds and most of your plays are at first base. People would think that okay, it, it's pretty much a given." that you're going to round first base and make second base. If they're going to throw the ball to the first baseman, you're going to round first base, go to second base at 9 and 10-year-old. Not if you're playing on my team, bro, because if that first baseman misses it, I've got my right fielder right there. They're picking up that ball. They're picking up that ball. You're going to fight for second base. And that is an important lesson in life, and I, I don't know if these kids have learned it. And it's something that... Adults need to be reminded of at time. Life is the same way. And if you look at it, how it's playing out on social media and how we're teaching our kids, we're focusing on them. You play your spot and don't worry about anybody else. You play your spot in life. And when that ball goes into play, you turn around and what we say is support is really criticism. And that's how it's taken, even though it it doesn't come out. When somebody hits that ball out to right field, 
the pitcher turns around and he's like, oh man, you missed it, or hurry up, catch it, you slow poke, or get it in here. That's not supporting your team. That's not advancing anything. Find a spot to fit in. And and that's what my kids had did. By the end of the practice, my kids were finding a spot to fit in on their own. As long as there was no judgment coming from any place else. And that's a really important thing to pass on to your kids. And as an adult, you need to be reminded of that every now and then. Are you the wingman or are you the guy that criticizes? The, you know, you got the wingman is the guy who's going to help you. That's going to, he may not always succeed. And you, you may not always succeed, but the two of you are going to be like, we put up an honest effort. You didn't fail alone. You don't feel bad because I didn't make it either. And that's a much better position instead of having the critic. The critic who's on the outside demoralizes the team. And once you demoralize the team, you don't have a team anymore. You have a group of individuals stuck together. Is that is is that where we want to be at as adults? And you can take it, and that's my baseball analogy because I was at baseball tonight. But let's take that analogy out and look at things, how we do things in the world. And and you can take it far beyond the 9 and 10-year-olds. And I hope nobody knows where a 9 and 10-year-old will go in life. Anywhere is the spectrum is anywhere from jail in the gutter to president of the United States. That's the reality. You don't know. But each spot along the way is just as important as the next one. And each one needs support from somebody else. It's that old cliche, and it is a cliche, no man is an island. But you've got to teach your kids to be a team player and to pick a team. There's no such thing as not picking a team. Your team is your family, your, your people on your block, your city, your county, your state, at a national level, where you work. It's not just your division that you're in. If you're in logistics, you know, production is not less important or more important. And providing support to them is not just criticizing them. You have to be able, we, we as adults, we need to be bringing this lesson forward, not just in baseball, but in life. If you're not the wingman, you're the critic. And I'm not saying you have to get involved in everything. Even getting, even knowing when not to be involved is important. But also understand that not being involved is going to hurt the team as a whole. It doesn't advance the team. And my boys, they made me proud tonight. And I think every one of them, I think they'll realize that. And and I hope if I if I ever have to have to help coach again or coach or anything else that's the direction we're going to go we're not going to the win will come the win will come if you if you exercise the process which is everybody does everything the game is not called pitching the game is called baseball the game is not called being a doctor the game is called being part of a healthcare team same with being a nurse or being being a boss, if you're a supervisor somewhere, you, your job is to bring that team together and let everybody understand that they're important. They may not get the accolades. And even in my job, I don't get the accolades because I'm not on the forefront of the inspection. 
It doesn't make my job any less important, and it and it doesn't mean that our success doesn't pivot on me, because those guys will tell you, if I fail, we fail. Just because I don't get the medals, and I don't get the certificates, and I'm not up front to get the attaboys and high fives, and and all that doesn't mean that I'm less important. And you need to teach your kids that. Don't find something where you are important. Find Find your strength on the team. All right, that's your that's your little mini rant for tonight and I hope we can keep this keep this going. Remember, the youngins learn, but you also learn from the youngins. And if you don't, if you're not picking up a lesson from them and recalibrating yourself, you're really missing you're really missing an opportunity. You're really missing a a, a chance to a, a memory. I'm going to say it like that. You're going to miss a memory. All right, grab them kids, give them a big kiss, good night. Bow your head, raise your hands, pray whatever you pray to, your cats, your mushrooms, whatever it is you pray to. Good Lord Jesus Christ, I hope, but if not, well, religion is a very important thing, and you you need to embrace a higher power and let them tell you, hey, you're a knucklehead. All right, love y'all.